0: Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org/thrive.
1: Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Farmer, psychotherapist, shamanic practitioner, author, and teacher, and I'll be exploring with you ways to connect with spirit animals, ancestors, spirits of nature, how to heal from trauma, and many other topics. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Healing for Your Soul. and This is Dr. Stephen Farmer, sometimes known as Doc Stephen, and sometimes known as simply Stephen. Anyway, um, I am initiating a series of podcasts here that I'm calling 4x4. The reason I'm calling them 4x4 is that they are going to be four episodes, and each one will detail four characteristics of a certain topic or subject. And then I'll elaborate on those four characteristics. These are coming down the pike from some really great teachers. And this first one that I'm going to talk to you about is by a fellow named Harrison Owen. Not someone you've necessarily heard about, but he is established as a motivational and inspirational speaker. And I'm going to read a little bit of his bio here. Harrison Owen's academic background and training centered on the nature and function of myth, ritual, and culture. Along the way, he discovered that these had direct applications to a variety of social systems. He is the author of several books, including Spirit, Transformation and Development in Organizations, Open Space Technology, A User's Guide, and The Power of Spirit, How Organizations Transform. What he described here is something called the four immutable laws of spirit. And I really want you to get your head around this, as well as your heart, and your awareness of spirit. And here are the four immutable laws of spirit. Then I'm going to go through them one at a time. One, whoever shows up are the exact that need to be there whoever shows up are the exact people that need to be there Two, whenever it begins is the only time it could have started again that's number two whenever it begins is the only time it could have started number three I love one of my favorites favorites is whatever happens is the only thing that could have happened. Whatever happens, number three, is the only thing that could have happened. And number four, when it's over, it's over. Number four again, or another way of saying number four, (laughs) when the party's over, the party's over. So let me go back through each one of these and just comment on them because... I think that it's kind of hard to go. Well, what do you mean? You know, if seven people that I invited are supposed to show up, and they already gave their RSVPs, and they only three of them show up. Is that is that accurate? Is that supposed to be the number of people that are there? And I'm. I, I think you have to put on your spiritual hat, in a sense, uh, that part of you that has the knowledge, awareness, wisdom, etc. That spirit knows best. <laughs> Spirit directs the show. We have our own usual mind and our own expectations. Certainly there's nothing wrong with that, but can you make adjustments, let's say, when we talk about number one, for instance, can you make adjustments when other people show up that were, you thought there would be more? I recall years ago, I did an oracle card reading class and I figured probably about 12 to 15 people would show up for it. I didn't know for sure, but uh, two people showed up. Now, I could fuss and moan about that inside or call it off or cancel the class or do any number of things like that. But instead, I stepped back and I remembered this, uh, these four immutable laws, and especially number one. And so I thought, well, these are the people that need to be here. And so we had a great class, you know, and it was a nice intimate kind of exchange that went on uh, with the topic being how to give uh, and receive an oracle card reading. I'm sure you've had instances like that, but it's hard to surrender sometimes to the fact that these are the people that need to be there. So I want you to kind of think about that, work with it a bit. If you have experiences where you're expecting certain people to show up and they don't, of course you're going to be disappointed. You know, allow that, okay? Give yourself a little bit of a slack there and um, be disappointed for a while, but then go ahead and move on from there. Number two, whenever it starts is the only time it could have started. And again, our humanness uh, gets in the way of this acceptance of, of this uh, idea here, this immutable law of spirit that whenever it starts is the only time it could have started. You know, if, oh gosh, we can't, get, we can't start right now because so-and-so is not here, or there's um, I've got to rustle up some papers and things like that. Yeah, we want to stay organized. We want to keep on track, etc. No, that's nothing wrong with that. And again, we're just like in the first one. We're going to be disappointed, you know, if it doesn't start on time. But I also was just reading something recently—a reminder actually—that our ancestors long ago did not go by a clock. They did not think of daylight saving time or when it starts or when it begins. They didn't think, okay, I've got to be to work by nine o'clock. No. We are accustomed to framing things with time like that, but sometimes you got to step out of that. For instance, when the thing starts early or when it starts late, whatever that thing is, whatever the presentation is, whatever the group is, the workshop, etc. Spirit knows best. Let me repeat that. Spirit knows best in spite of our Feelings about any of these and particularly about when it starts.
0: Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive.
1: Then there's number three. Happens to be my favorite of the four immutable laws of spirit, (laughs) and that's that, here goes, whatever happens is the only thing that could have happened. Let me repeat that. Whatever happens is the only thing that could have happened. Again, our minds go into overdrive wanting things to turn out a certain way, that a sequence of things that, let's say, I've planned go a certain way. I set up my expectations for that. And again, when it doesn't go according to plan, I can get upset. I can get disappointed. I can get angry. (laughs) I can throw the papers in the air and say, well, this is not working the way it is right now. However, again, spirit knows best, and I, I want you to consider that, that whatever happens, it's already like this force that we call spirit, has already been in motion and has, in a sense, dictated what's going to happen. Or another way, and a better way to say it is, there's a certain flow that happens. And you know the old saying, you've heard it 150 times, I'm sure, you know, how to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And how many times do we say, this is not what I planned? And I can get rigidly fixed on that in such a way that I I get very, very upset. Or I can go, huh, one of my favorite phrases is moving into uh, an event or a workshop or a a client that I might see or a mentorship that I'm working, someone I'm working with with mentorship. And again, thinking. Expecting, planning, anticipating, etc. Nothing wrong with it. You know, that's not the point. It's the point is, can I make my adjustments? Can I surrender to what is after, let's say, an initial uh, disappointment or frustration? Can I then surrender to what is and then meet it accordingly and make my adaptations and adjustments? And we go on to number four, the, of the four immutable laws of spirit, and that is, when the party's over, the party's over. I I get an image when I think of that of, let's say, having a few guests over, and it's getting on into the evening. Uh, I'm ready for bed at like ten o'clock, but people are still hanging around. Maybe a few of them, a few of them have left. But here's a couple of stragglers, and I'm being very polite and not wanting to rush them out or anything like that. But the party's over. Now, you can take that and jump ahead a little bit and say, Well, whatever happens the only thing that could have happened is these people stayed by. Whoever shows up are exactly the right people to show up. And you can backtrack on the previous three immutable laws of spirit. But I use that as an illustration that when the party is over, the party's over. You know, when uh, when we die, that's it, for that lifetime at least. You know, some would believe that we go on in another form, eh, which I think is very likely. But when the party's over, the party's over. And it's a good idea to practice surrendering and accepting that when there is an end, it is the end. That we don't need to linger, we don't need to hang around, we don't need to uh, be upset or um, be frustrated because things have completed themselves. What this says to me and what I like about these four immutable laws of spirit, it's a real different take on how spirit operates from a specific point of view or specific points of view, and that's these four immutable laws. And immutable means just simply that this is the way it is. <laughs> it's the way it is, so deal with it. That's kind of what it says, immutable. So I think that these uh, are very... Um, very much products of some deeper kind of wisdom about how spirit operates. I often have, I think, um, said to many people when, let's say I'm working with a client, and I say, hey, go and try this and do this ceremony or whatever. And um, I often tag it by saying, and, and see what happens. In other words, that phrase itself does not set anybody up for a certain expectation, that it's much more open-ended. I don't know. I have an idea what'll happen if you do a release ceremony, let's say, with a tree and tree spirit. But see what happens. Puts it in a whole different light. Let's try it. Let's go for it. You know, it's like asking for what you want, uh, something I believe. Yeah, ask for what you want. Uh, What's the worst that could happen if you ask for what you want? Even if it seems ridiculous, is the person that you're asking or the people that you're asking uh, will just say no or they don't want to do it. And they have a right to do that. But I think that's a really uh, effective way to run your life. You know, be willing to ask. Be willing to ask spirit. Be willing to ask your guides, your archangels, your spirit animals, your ancestors, the elders of the ancestral community. So I trust that this has been helpful, and uh, I'd like you to give it some thought, and then stay tuned for the next episode where I'll cover another four of the four by four. And the next one will be on the four guidelines to the art of living that have come from one of my favorite teachers who is an ancestor now. She passed about 10 years ago, Angelus Arian. One of my favorites. Really have gotten a lot from her, and I think you'll enjoy the next podcast, The Four Guidelines to the Art of leave, live, <laughs> The Art of Leaving, how's that? <laughs> the Art of Living. And I suppose there's another one on The Art of Leaving, but we'll stick with The Art of Living, Four Guidelines to the Art of Living. All right, take good care, and thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me and I hope you join me for future episodes where I'll share some powerful healing practices and meditations, introduce you to some amazing guests and friends of mine who will stop by for some conversation, and on occasion I'll pull some oracle cards from one of my decks and do readings. I'll also share some of my original music that I'm sure you'll enjoy. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to my show page on mindbodyspirit.fm where you can also get the free mobile app to listen to any of my shows or find some new favorites. If you'd like to contact me with questions, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram or send an email to info at drstephenfarmer.com. You can also find lots of material on that website, DrStevenFarmer.com, so please feel free to explore. Please also know that by sending a question, you're giving me permission to possibly use it in a future podcast so others may benefit from it. And to close, I'd leave you with the four most important words to take with you. Gratitude. Love. Compassion and forgiveness.
0: I'm Suzanne Geisman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.